0: Triumph, we are waiting on the Lord, He is renewing our strength. Glory to God! Hallelujah! Whoa, the first Sunday of June, and I'm excited! Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Wasn't that awesome? God is good. I want to declare to you what the Apostle Paul declared to the church at Rome and to the entire body of Christ. He said, All things. Are working together for your good Because you love God And you're the called according to his purpose And I want to let you know That you are blessed And everything is working for your good I declare to you That only good lies before you I declare that your best days Are still ahead of you I declare that goodness and mercy Is following you every day Of your life 24 hours a day 7 days a week Hallelujah Not just on special occasions, not just on Christmas, not just on Easter, but every day of your life, the goodness of God, the mercy of God, the favor of God is following you. As a matter of fact, the Lord's favor is going before you, making the crooked places straight so your path is smooth. Amen. I'm excited, man, about waiting on the Lord, excited about what God has promised us. We're going to get right into the word of God. I want to let you know that some good news has happened. So we're going to be um, going back to the school sooner than you think, sooner than I thought. (laughs) I had a dream some um, weeks ago, and um, the Lord showed me us back in the school with a whole bunch of new people. And so I got uh, a word on um, Saturday, a call on Saturday by the assistant principal of PS38. Miss Edward, and we have some good news. But I'm going to give you more details once we start getting the ball rolling. All right? So get ready for our in-person service again. The Lord has blessed us. I was seeing Lord, what you're going to do? And he has done what he can only do. Amen? And so I'm excited about that. But I want to get into this word. Today, last week, I talked to you about nothing less than amazing. That that's your identity. You are nothing less than amazing. I know you were blessed by that, and I know that it changed your perspective of who you are. And we're going to keep changing your perspective. And I want you to know that not only are you nothing less than amazing, but you are a new birth miracle, a new creation miracle. What? Yes. Remember I said that in your creation as a human being, you are made of the image and likeness of God, so you are nothing less than amazing. But now that you are born again, recreated in Christ Jesus, you are nothing less than amazing forever. This is your permanent state In Christ Jesus, it's never going to change. Not now, not tomorrow, not ever. You will forever be a new creation. Even when you get your glorified body, you're going to be a glorified body with a... You're going to be a new creation with a glorified body. You are going to be the same forever. Amen. Why? Because you are in Christ, who the Bible says is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So whatever Jesus is today and whatever he, and whatever he is forever, that's what you are. Glory be to God. So I want to get into this um, scripture that um, we don't get into as much as we get into the second part. So the Second Corinthians 5, 16 to 17 says this, therefore, from now on, I like that, from what? From now on, from this point forward, we regard no one according to his flesh. So Paul got a revelation of who we are in Christ. He had a revelation of the body of Christ's new identity, And he said, from this point on, I'm not seeing people from a human point of view. I'm not seeing people from a low point of view. I'm not seeing people just from their outward actions. I'm seeing them as God sees them. And he says this, even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him thus no longer. We knew Christ as a human being, but we don't just know him as a human being now. We know him as the resurrected Lord, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We see him. As a resurrected Savior, we see him differently. And he's saying that you need to see yourself differently. We need to see other Christians differently. Even if they have behavior that's not up to par, we need to see them as God sees them and declare to them and declare over them what God is saying about them. No longer from this point on are we going to see ourselves or see other believers from a human point of view, from a human standard. Because we're more than mere humans. We're more than just a, 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 a sinner. No, 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 no. We're something different. And in verse 17, he tells what it is. He says, therefore, if anyone, anyone, I don't care what color you are, what country you're from, I don't care how old you are, I don't care how bad or how good you are. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Somebody shout new creation. Old, he said, it says, all things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. I like what the Amplified says. It ends it like this: it says, Behold, the fresh and new has come. And that brings us to my first point. As a new creation miracle, everything about you is fresh and new. What? Everything, everything about you is fresh and new. Say, I'm fresh and new. Hallelujah. And you'll never be old and stale again. <laughs> Hallelujah. You are fresh and new. Now, I don't know about you, but I like going to restaurants. <laughs> and I like going to Cheesecake Factory. And um, one of those of you who go to Cheesecake Factory know that they, before they serve you the uh, the the meal or the appetizer, they give you the bread. Now we know it's the we know it as the brown bread and the white bread. I always tell them, I want no white bread. Give me all that brown bread. <laughs> Sometimes I'm with people, they want the white bread, but I want the brown bread. But when I when it but, but how I want it is very specific. I want it hot and fresh. And if you're like me, you don't want no stale, w- cold, lukewarm bread. You want that bread hot. And fresh, right? And (laughs) Why? Because it tastes better. You put that butter on it, ah, that thing is good. Sometimes I have to chill because if I eat too much of that, I'm not going to eat my meal. And and that's usually the case. I take a whole bunch of food home. But watch this. That's how God made you. He made you a new creation. He made you fresh and new. Matter of fact, this is the fulfillment of the prophecy from, from Ezekiel. He told Ezekiel, I'll give them a new heart and I'll take out that stony heart. Hallelujah. I'll give them a new heart, and I'm going to take out that stony heart. I'm going to give them a new spirit. Hallelujah. And so we are the fulfillment of that Ezekiel prophecy where God prophesied that he was going to do something new. He want to create a new covenant and make a new creation, and that is what we are today. Now, why did he do that? Like me wanting the hot Brown bread from Cheesecake Factory so that we could taste good to him. What? Yes. You taste good to God. Now, I know some of you have never heard that before. You don't think that you bring pleasure to the Father. You think that your whole Christian life is about trying to live right and trying to meet a standard that you can never meet. Guess what? I have good news for you. You already measure up. Ah! Yes! You already measure up. You already taste good to God. Matter of fact, not only does hot bread taste good, what? It smells good. You ain't, I'm not eating no bread that don't smell good. I don't care how hot it is. Okay? We also smell good to God. You know, like that, that, that new scent of a new car is a smell that a new car has. And that's how we are. Well, you say, well, I've been saved for... 15 years, 5 years, 20 years, so I know I don't really smell that new. Oh, no, 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 no. This is not like the new that over time grows old. No, there's two Greek words for the word new. The word neos, and that has to do with time, something that was new, and then it grows old over time. And then there's the other word that's used here, and it's the word kainos, kainos. K-A-I-N-O-S. And that means something different. Something brand new. Something unprecedented. That's, That's what it literally means. Something that has never been before. Oh, hallelujah. That is what you are. Something that has never been before. You are a new person. One translation says, you are a new person altogether. Another translation says, you have entered a whole new world. Somebody said, I've entered a whole new world. Yes, I'm a brand new person. Another translation says, you are a brand new species. Hallelujah. No, one of the Bible says, as he is, so are we in this world. Someone in the Bible tells us that we have to see ourselves the way God sees us. We have to renew our mind to the Word of God and say what God says about us. Too long, we've heard sermons, we've read books, and we've heard people tell us over and over that we don't measure up, that we're not all that, when the Bible says you're actually all that. I remember years ago, I had a dream, and I was in a hotel room. Don't know why, but I knew it was a hotel room, and there were three beds laid out, and I was on one of them, and two preachers who I know are preachers in New York City, a husband and wife, they were also on this, on this, on this, on this, on this bed, so the wife was here sleeping, I was here sleeping, and the other, uh, and the husband was here sleeping, and we were all sleeping, and then I woke up, because I'm watching this in this dream, and then I wake up. And then in the atmosphere, I see 2 Corinthians 5.17. And then I see the last part emboldened, like bold letters. Behold, all things have become new. Boom, dream is over. And I knew what it meant. It meant that you, like many other preachers, are not focusing enough on the fact that my people are brand new. Y'all are sleeping on that revelation. And so I want you to know that some of you have been sleeping on the revelation of who you are in Christ Jesus. And God is saying, hey, wake up. (laughs) It's time to see something different. It's time to know something new. You are a new creation and you're always going to be that way. I don't care what your mama said. I don't care what your daddy said. I don't care what your Sunday school teacher said. I don't care what your pastor said. I don't care what the prophet you like said. I don't care what the evangelist said. I don't care what the apostle said. I don't care what the Bible teacher you like said. If they're not saying what God has said, reject it. The apostle Paul said, even if an angel comes to you and brings a different gospel, reject it. Somebody shout, I'm a new creation. I'm brand new. I'm all that. I'm special. I'm amazing. Matter of fact, nothing less than amazing. (laughs) Whoa, I'm a new creation miracle. When a baby comes out, don't they have that fresh scent on them? And that fresh scent doesn't go away. And God is saying to you in the spirit, that fresh scent about you has not gone away. Oh, but Father, I've made so many mistakes. I've sinned. I've done wrong over and over again. That's okay. I've cleansed you over and over again. 1 John 1, 7 says the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses you from all sin. A continual flow of cleansing. You may say, oh, right now, Pastor Maurice, I'm in a world of iniquity. i got some bad habits. I've done wrong. Well, that's why you have First 1 John 1, 1.9. If we confess our sins, he is what? Faithful and just. To forgive you and to watch this, cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. You never stop being new. If you sit with somebody, turn to them and say, you never stop being new. Don't let your mistakes, your wrongdoing, be amplified above what God has said. From this point on, we don't know ourselves. We don't know each other. That's just mere human beings. No, as new creations in Christ. Isaiah 2.5 talks about It's a prophetic word to Israel, but it's a word to us too. That God is going to be happy with us like a man is happy with his new wife. Woo! Other generally says that he's going to rejoice over us. Your God will rejoice over us. Let me let you know, God is happy with you. God is rejoicing over you like a man rejoices over his new wife. You don't see no man unless he's crazy at a wedding with his head down. Nah, he's dancing, he's rejoicing, he is excited about his new bride. And the Bible says that God is excited over us like that. We are his new creation children. We are his new creation race. We are his masterpiece. Who makes a masterpiece and then frowns about it, complains about it? Oh, you know, this, 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 this uh, uh, piece of art I did, I can't stand it. I can't stand this painting. You ever heard somebody do that before? You ever see somebody make a record and say, I hate this song I wrote. <laughs> you ever seen somebody create something that's beautiful and say, this thing is ugly and disgusting? No. But the way some people preach, the way some people perceive how God sees them, is just like that. But it's all a lie. It's all a religious spirit coming to put dirt and mud on this beautiful revelation that you are a new creation forever. That God sees you as his beautiful daughter, his beautiful son, his amazing daughter, his amazing son. Nothing less than amazing. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. So not only are you fresh and new, but number two, you're something that has never been before. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Something has never been. God didn't just renovate you. You know how you take a couch that's old and you come in and you renovate it? No, you've been more than renovated. You've been replaced. Your spirit is brand new. The old nature was taken out of you and a new nature was put into you. You're a brand new species, a brand new person. Well, I don't feel like it. It's not about what you feel like, it's what you are. Somebody could have put a million dollars in your bank account. You may not feel like a millionaire, but you are one. (laughs) Hello, somebody. Come on. You have to start making yourself feel like it. Start saying that you are. Start thinking in line with the word, and then you'll feel like it. Your feelings follow your faith. What did I say? Your feelings follow your faith. Once you believe something, you'll start feeling it. Somebody say, I believe that I'm a new creation. I believe that I'm something I've never been before. I believe that I'm amazing. And when you believe it, you'll feel it. Come on, somebody. (laughs) Hallelujah. I believe it. Every day I wake up, I'm excited about myself. You're going to never see me, oh, my God. No, because I know who I am in Christ. And I know God made me that way. I'm not going to demean what he has esteemed. No, no, no. I'm going to celebrate me just like hell is, heaven celebrates me. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible says if you do have thoughts that are anti-Christ, anti-the word, it says pull down those strongholds. Pull down those castles. Bring every thought into captivity. Say, I'm capturing that evil thought. I'm capturing that one. And I'm going to say what God says about me. I'm going to see myself the way God sees me. I'm going to think about myself the way God thinks about me. Hallelujah. Not only are you something that's never been before, write this down, number three, you are extraordinary. To be a new creation means that you are extraordinary. It means that you are extraordinary. It means that you are beyond ordinary. Now, all pastor reads, that's nice, that's cool, that sounds positive, but does the Bible really say that? Yes, because when you study the word new again, kainos, kainos it also means extraordinary, uncommon. Extraordinary, uncommon, something unheard of. <laughs> Remember what I was saying last week? How you are unique. You're something that has never been before, and, and when you're gone, nothing will be like you. There are no carbon copies of you. That's why one guy said something, I loved it. Um, I forgot his name, but he wrote this book called You Are Born an Original, Don't Die a Copy. Comparing yourselves among yourselves is unwise, Paul says. Why? Because you're special individually and in a group as the body of Christ. But you're a member in particular. God blessed you and made you something very special. And you are extraordinary. That's what the Bible says in the book of Daniel. It says those that know their God shall be strong woo, and do exploits. You can't do exploits if you're not strong. You're not going to be strong if you don't know God. You're not going to know God if you're not spending time in this word and thinking like him and feeling like him. Because when you know God, you know you. When you know God, you know you. So you can't tell me I know me and I know God. impossible. Yeah, you may know him in terms of your salvation, you're born again, but you don't have a real intimate experience with a true and living God and have a bad identity. You can't spend time with God and not know who you are in Christ. If you want to spend time with God, he's going to tell you that you are my beloved daughter. You are my beloved son. You are my new creation. Come on, somebody. So I love that song by Israel Horton from years ago. I know who I am. I know (laughs) who I am. (laughs) Amen. You got to know who you are, saints. You're going to do amazing things. The keys to your future are in your hands. And you're going to use those keys. And you're going to build a beautiful future. As a new creation in Christ. You're going to see yourself as someone who can't build. Someone who can't create. Someone who can't do mega things. No, you're going to take major leaps forward. Woo, come on. Major leaps forward. Why? Because I'm a new creation. Yeah, tell your neighbor, I'm going to take major leaps forward. Tell them you're going to take major leaps forward. Why? Because we're sons and daughters of God. We're this new species, this new race. We're in a whole new world. That's why the Bible says you are what? In the world, but you're not what? Of the world. The Bible says we're citizens of what? Heaven. Is heaven a new world? Is heaven amazing? Yes. And if you're citizens of an amazing place, then guess what? You are amazing. Jesus. I see miracles manifesting in your life as you receive this revelation. Yes, real miracles. I see you growing in your faith. I see you becoming stronger and stronger. Like Stephen, who the Bible says was full of faith and full of power. Who do great signs and wonders among the people. It's time for you to do great signs and wonders among the people. That, I'm talking about the spiritual signs and wonders. The supernatural signs and wonders, I'm talking about signs and wonders, even in the natural, building an amazing business, having an amazing career in whatever area that you're in, and going to the top, not settling for just at the entry level. You've been there for 15 years, for 10 years, time to rise up, go higher. Hallelujah. Well, Pastor Marie's going to take a little bit more education. Well, get the education. It's going to take a little bit more training. Well, get the training. You're not lazy. You're a new creation. New creation people ain't lazy. New creation people don't settle. New creation people, they go higher. Amen. They go to the top of the rung in the name of Jesus. The Bible says the Lord shall make you the head. Woo! And not the tail. You shall be what? Above only and not beneath. One trailer says you shall be at the top and not at the bottom. That's what the new creation does. We go to the top. We do extraordinary things, and we live extraordinary lives in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout, I'm not going to settle. I'm a new creation in Christ. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, clap your hands and (laughs) rejoice over that in the name of Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. Things are happening for you. Oh, man, I feel that major leaps forward. Major leaps forward. That's what somebody, you felt that too when I said it. Jesus is pushing you forward. Jesus is taking you to the next level, to the next dimension in him. Oh, hallelujah. There's no settling in Christ. No, no, no. It just gets greater and greater, better and better. I declare to you in Jesus' name that your life is improving. You're going to smile more. You're going to laugh more. You're going to sing more. You're going to dance more. You're going to be excited about your life. Every day you wake up, you're going to wake up with excitement, with expectation of more good happening to you, more favor flowing in your life. Jesus said, I love your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Favor is flowing out of you and flowing towards you. Thank you, Jesus. I got so much good stuff to say, man. I got to stop now, though. The more good is coming, man. More good is coming. I'm excited about what God is doing in our church. In Jesus' name, I want you to know that we're excited about you giving and you sowing into Winter's Church. Those of you who are watching, I wrote an email about release the seed um, last Friday. By this time, you have already seen. It. You already got another email, but I released a seed. Before this, about releasing the seed. And I want you to release the seed. We have so much good news, so much stuff to do with the church, but we cannot do it without you releasing the seed into what we're doing. All of you are blessed, but God wants to not just bless you, He wants to increase you. And that increase comes by you sowing. And on the screen right now are the four ways that you can give into Winner's Church. the four ways you can release the seed for increase. The word of God says that God supplies seed for the sower and bread for food and that he will multiply the seed sown. So if you want money multiplication, that's going to just come out the sky. It's going to come because you activate that principle of seed, time, and harvest by sowing. I want you to have a sower's soul. I want you to be big on giving. Amen. The devil is going to try to make you stingy, but you're a new creation now. And new creation people, we sow, we give, we bless the work of the Lord. Amen. And I want to thank all of you who have been doing it. And those of you who haven't been doing it, come on, catch up in Jesus' name. And let's take this to the next level. Glory be to God. So I'm excited, guys. Amen. Jesus is Lord. God is blessing you. God is healing you. If you're watching and you're sick in your body, Jesus healing you now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you have any like cramps in your uh um what's the what's the back part of your leg called? Your calf. If on your in your in your right calf you have any cramps, Jesus is healing you now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The Lord is with you. The Lord is blessing you. Whatever is wrong, whatever is wrong, he's making it right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for your healing power. And I command you to be free from that sickness, that disease, and be healed of your affliction in the name of Jesus. I command every migraine headache to go in the name of Jesus, I command everybody who has a blood pressure problem be healed in the name of Jesus. The power of God goes into your bloodstream, it goes into your arteries, it goes into your heart, and I demand a, a, a normal blood pressure in the name of Jesus. Anybody with a heart problem, I say, be healed in the name of Jesus. Arteries be healed, blood vessels be healed in Jesus' name. The devil will not kill you. The devil will not take your life. You will not have a heart attack. You will not have a stroke in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father God. If your heartbeat is off, I command your heartbeat to be normal now in Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, somebody. Jesus, we give you praise and honor and glory for blessing your people. Hallelujah. If you need a financial miracle, just claim it. Jesus is about to pay your bills (laughs) and get you out of financial trouble in Jesus' name. Just claim it. Say, Lord, I need it. I claim it. I take it now in Jesus' name. God bless you with his church. The best is yet to come. Come on and receive our worship team. Amen.